Hi, this is Dylan, host of the Tech Team, and this is Our Future's Missing Voicemail Kids. Please be on the lookout for Sebastian Conklin. This is considered a family abduction. Sebastian is a biracial male. He is Hispanic and white. Sebastian and his sister Brianna were allegedly abducted by their mother Marcella Conklin in December of 2011. A felony warrant for kidnapping was issued for Marcella. They are believed to be in Bolivia. They were last seen in Hallandale Beach, Florida. If you know of Sebastian's whereabout, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see pictures of Sebastian Conklin, please click on the link on the Voice America Kids homepage, Our Future is Missing, or the kidstar.org homepage, or go to ourfuturesmissing.com. Thank you. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now here's your host, Maddie Rose. Thank you and welcome to the program. This is the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. I'm Maddie Rose and today we're going to be having a very special interview with my producer, Bruce. So, how are you doing today, Bruce? Oh, absolutely wonderful. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking and I'm glad you're doing good. So, Bruce, we're going to be talking about quite a few things today. Okay. Yes. So, it'll be fun, I promise. You know. Now, uh, there's a disclaimer on this one. Yeah. You haven't warned me about these questions, so if there gets to be long, blank silences, I guess I get to edit them out, don't I? If you'd like. (laughs) (laughs) It's all up to you, Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Just like they say, it's all up to you, or something like that in New York, New York, you know, which happens to be one of your favorite songs. It happens to be. And I actually sang that at State. So I love New York, New York, too. Yeah. Things in common. (laughs) So anyways, Bruce, tell me about your affiliation in radio and how you got to kind of get into the media industry. Um, well, that started a half a hundred years ago. Not even, Bruce. <laughs> well, just out of high school. Okay, cool. Um, which is almost a half a hundred years ago. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, 42 years ago, 43 years ago, uh, out of high school, I uh, went to work at the local radio station, uh, just uh, running tapes and music and programs in the evening primarily, some music, disc jockey, that sort of thing. Worked with them for about 10 years and um, uh, moved up to the, uh, to the mid-morning slot. Nine till noon is was my favorite time of the day for a good number of years. Like I say, did that for about ten years, and uh, then came back to radio uh, with Perry and uh, with the Kidstar uh, organization. Well, I've been working with Perry for about four or five years, something like that. More active with Kidstar now, the last uh, two years. Now, obviously, he's had a lot of uh, radio experience and more recent radio experience but you know it's it's one of those things that once you get it in your blood it, it it's going it, it's it's an addiction is what it is yeah. I, lo- I love radio yes 
I say the same. It's true though. Like it completely, is. you know, like you start doing it and you're like, oh, just like, kind of like, just like how I was. Like at first I was like, no, I don't know about it. My mom's like, no, you know, just try it out. You might like it. Honestly, I can't stop now yeah, because I yeah. just love doing it. It's no, like such a cool makes, thing. Makes complete sense. It, 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 uh, um, it's, it's a different, um, well, what, what I'm doing now is, is, is more behind the scenes sorts mm-hmm. of things. But my, my goal is always, how do I make this sound the very best we can with the tools that we've got available to us? Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'll spend an hour on 14 seconds worth of, uh, worth of content. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and when it's done, it, it, it just sounds, it, it just feels so good. Mm-hmm. Feels so good. Yes. I agree, though. So how did you start getting involved with KidStar and Voice America Kids? Was it through Perry mostly, or did yeah. you kind of, like, hear about it? Or Yeah, it was, uh, It was uh, like I say, I, I was involved with Perry when he, um, uh, we, had a, we had a show in Vegas for, it ran for a whole eight weeks. Oh, cool. Um, th- and that's another story. Yay, stories. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we always like stories. Always like stories. <laughs> Um, I was I was involved with uh, Demone Entertainment Global as their um, their chief operating officer, uh, and we had a, a had a show that we put together in Las Vegas. It was the collected works of Harold Arlen, um, and it was a show that had been uh, had been produced uh, that we just sort of took under management. Uh, Harold Arlen. If you don't know, it was the fellow that, uh, well, he wrote a, a lot of music for the Cotton Club in New York. Mm-hmm. He also wrote um, The uh, the Wizard of Oz. Oh, cool. Off to see the wizard, the wonderful <laughs> wizard of Oz. Anyway. You're uh, like, no. <laughs> it was good, Bruce. <laughs> it, and, and it was a really nice family show. We were in the old Debbie Reynolds Theater at the oh, Greek Isles, nice. uh, yeah. at the Greek Isles Casino. Uh, and it was so much fun to be involved with um with with the people that were out there the entertainment industry was just absolutely fascinating and i got to meet a a number of um the current um stars if you will mm-hmm. and some real antiques as well um a, a name that you won't know but I, I met the, the uh, only remaining De Castro sisters. The De Castro sisters were a trio that uh, worked during, the, mm-hmm. during wartime, uh, did a lot of work with USO and, and, that, uh, and, and their music. I loved, the, I loved their music, mm-hmm. but it was the, the women trio wartime um, kind of music, and, and uh, she was such an interesting lady. Cool. Uh, it was, it was, it's, it's a lot of fun. But that's how I got involved with Perry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a, did a lot of work with Perry, and then we then I've been working with the Kid Star thing. I've got some talents on the technical side of um, radio and uh, computers and, and the computer industry and streaming media and um, kind of using those talents uh, to to. Uh, to put the thing together, and um, Perry's been out of circulation now for the last seven months uh, for health issues, 
uh, and is is coming back absolutely wonderfully. So I don't know what I'm going to do when he when he comes back on stream. I, mean, I might be unemployed or something like. No, that. No, you'll yeah. be an assistant. <laughs> you'll be an assistant, or one of you will be like manning the board, and then the other will be manning like the computer or something like go. that. There you go. There you go. There is always a job for you, Bruce. Don't oh, worry. Oh, thank you. Thank we you. like you here. <laughs> <laughs> so, what has been your favorite part about like working with the Voice America Kids Network? Because you know we are. A bunch of kids doing radio shows and you know talking about not only things that we're passionate about but like things that we really like to do exactly and 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 that's and that's the big part of it for me is is working with the with the kids and the um, and the energy that's um, that's involved with with working with kids I'm I'm retired. I call mm -hmm. myself retired, and I'm busier now than I was when I was actually working for a living. <laughs> But um, working with kids all the time, uh, it keeps it keeps me young. It keeps me, uh, you know, I could do this for for thirty years and still be fifteen years old. I keep saying I don't know what I'm going to do when I grow up, <laughs> and, and that's that's even more true uh, today. Awesome, and you know, just going into more of like when you started radio. Okay. What was your favorite part about doing radio in general? Was it just like the fact that you could actually speak and talk on radio? Is, or was well, it more to be honest with yeah. you, I couldn't speak and talk <laughs> on when I started out. Oh, yeah. it was awful. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't put three words together to make a sentence. Really? Um, oh. and, and one of my jobs was to, to read the news at the top of the hour. Oh, cool. And then it would come out. It would, it, would, it would print it out on paper. There was a long, long, long thing <laughs> of paper that that uh, we didn't have computers in, at that time. And, and I had honestly had difficulty reading um, reading the news. Yeah. So was that my favorite part? Mm, no. <laughs> You're like, mm, maybe not. But, but one of the things I think that, like you've experienced with, with KidStar, the ability to communicate, uh, um, the ability to read a script, the, uh, the ability to do an interview, um, those sorts of things don't happen necessarily naturally, mm -hmm. but you've done what, 82, 83 shows now, 84? Yes, 84. I We're on 84, I think, mm -hmm. yeah. Woohoo, almost to our 100 miles. <laughs> That's <laughs> worth it for another good big show, you know, because we did a 50 milestone yeah, show, yeah. which I feel like was forever ago, but honestly, it wasn't. But but the, but one of the things that I learned from all of that was was simply the ability to to um, it, it was a wonderful communication tool that I had to learn how to do. Awesome, and like being on both sides of radio, like you know, being able to experience that side of thing, and maybe like say, oh yeah, maybe I'm not like so into speaking and things like that. Like mm -hmm. you said that you were at the time, but then also being able to like experience the technical side and being able to produce and you know put it all together and everything that goes into really putting together the show and putting it out there, honestly, because it takes a lot to do that. Sure. Which one is your favorite? Well, at this point in my life, the technical side of things, um, the um, the personality radio is a really tough market to be involved in on the on a professional level. Mm -hmm. um, but I have to say that I I do enjoy uh, meeting. Um, well, let's just take for an example the folks that you brought into to uh, to do your show. Uh, it's a fantastic crowd of folks, and and uh, and really, um, um, 
they're interesting to talk to. Interesting. I'm always interested in listening to to what they've got to say, mm-hmm. what they're doing, and and um, uh, and how they're doing it, and um, those sorts of things. It's absolutely fascinating. I enjoy the people. Me too. I agree. It's just fun to talk to them, like you were mm-hmm. saying. And honestly, like that's another good thing about like doing stuff with the radio is getting to meet all those people because now I have more connections and oh, I love absolutely. hearing people's stories yeah. and what they have to say because everybody has something different and it's unique absolutely. that way. So we're going to have some more questions for Bruce because we still have three segments of the show left. <laughs> but let's take a break for now. I'm Maddie Rose and you're listening to The Fame Game. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and let's continue our lovely interview with Bruce my producer (laughs) so we were just talking about kind of how bruce got started into kid star voice america kids as well as radio in general so i think that's really cool to talk about but the next thing that i want to talk about is something that i i love always hearing from you is all of the jobs oh yes that just gets me i just love it so much because honestly every time i tell bruce something like oh bruce wouldn't it be cool to do this or like somebody else comes in is like oh yeah i do this and then bruce is like yeah, I've tried that before. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's so cool. So how many jobs do you think or like different professions do you think you've tried out? If you could give that, me an estimation. <laughs> uh, well, let's just try and make a list. Um, because I, in terms of numbers, I don't know. When, okay. But uh, out of high school, I worked for Agriculture Canada. Cool. It's a research facility, mm-hmm. um, Government of Canada. And just general labor. Uh, worked in radio uh, for about 10 years with a little bit of television um, on the side, mm-hmm. uh, radio television. Um, was involved in politics for a short period of time. That I did not know. No, I don't think I've told you that one. Yeah, that was a new one. Hey. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's in Canada. I, that's I, cool, though. Yeah, no, I, they, you know, we're, we're in the U.S., you have governors. Yeah. In Canada, they have premier of the province. Is, is wow. what it's called. 
Nice. And um, I was chauffeuring the, the premier of the province around my constituency and showing him this and showing him that and meeting people. And, That's cool, though. And after the, after the tour, he said, you need to run for election on the next, uh, at the next election. And I said, you think so? And he said, yeah, I think so. I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Instead, I went back to school. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I uh, got my first master's degree. Um, well, I actually finished my bachelor's degree and, and got a, my first master's uh, in theology. Mm-hmm. Then spent 17 years uh, as a clergy person for the Lutheran Church. Uh, what are we up to now? Is that three or four? Four or five. five. Four or five. Uh, worked as, actually came down to Arizona to work as a chaplain at, uh, at it was called Thunderbirds, uh, no, it was called um, Good Samaritan Hospital on mm-hmm. McDowell and worked in the trauma center there as a chaplain for two years, uh, and in the Children's Hospital Trauma Center, which was an interesting experience, too. Mm -hmm. After that, um, I became the first web pastor um, for a major Lutheran church in uh, Arizona. It's called Community Church of Joy. I was the first... um, pastor that whose specific task was to do ministry on the internet and the internet in 1995 was really slow and (laughs) painful what happened after after that well i took a detour and went into financial services Mm -hmm. and um, you have a have a heart for the military i developed Mm -hmm. a a very significant heart for the military as i worked for usaa uh, united services automobile association there Mm -hmm. uh, that started out as their insurance company is now a full financial house uh, Mm -hmm. for them i became i became a broker for usaa nice that's cool to hear and then went to charles schwab for a short period of time again in financial services. Then I went, uh, that's when Perry came on the scene mm-hmm. and uh, went to work for um, um, Devon Entertainment Global. And someplace in there, I also worked for Shout Radio Automation. Mm-hmm. And Shout Radio Automation is the um, the, uh, the platform that we use on, on the Kidstar radio station, the... Um, the automation platform that we use for uh, doing our radio uh, shows. Um, then I kind of fell out of that for a little while and decided to go uh, do something. I love to travel mm-hmm. and I was looking for something to do. Went to work for U.S. Airways, um, just doing customer service. Um, I thought I'd be there for six months or so until uh, the finances of the Damone Entertainment Global and the Shout Automation thing settled down and I could actually pay myself a salary and, and mm-hmm. uh, ended up staying with the airline for just about six years. Cool. That's awesome. Retired from that with flight benefits. So if there's anybody out there that wants to get married, marry me, fly free. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, Bruce. Um, I... I, I posted that sign at church one time just to see what kind of reaction I got. You're like, I am interested in seeing what people would think. Yeah. That's interesting. But that's I, cool. but a, travel is one of the things that's, that I've always enjoyed doing mm-hmm. um, and, and really want to do more of. And, and it just, well, now there's another addicting uh, enterprise is you start mm-hmm. working for the travel industry and you start seeing these places and uh, 
Uh, it's it's really quite um, a real quick story. Yeah, of my, course. My son and I were out driving one night. <laughs> yes. Have I told you the story? I don't think so. It doesn't sound familiar to me. <laughs> my 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 son and I were out driving one night. We were looking for some place to have dinner. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I said, well, let's go here. And he said, no, I don't want to do that. And then he'd say, let's go here. And I said, I don't want to go there. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> and we, we went back and forth as we were driving around mm-hmm. trying to find a place to have dinner. And I looked at him. Now, because he was related to me, he had flight benefits as well. Um, I looked at him and I said, well, let's, let's go someplace for dinner. And he said, what do you mean? Let's go to Paris. And he looked at me and said, can we can do that? And he sa- I said, yep. Oh, jeez. Now, I got to tell you, it, yeah. was, it was Paris and Las, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the casino, mm-hmm. uh, the buffet there, and, and uh, I, I rather enjoy that one. So we went down to the airpo- uh, airport, got on an airplane, went to, to Las Vegas, had dinner, and got on an air- airplane and, and came back. Jeez. And we'd done, we'd done the, uh, we did that a couple of times. Uh, That's cool, though. One time ending up on the wharf in San Francisco, and um, I decided I wanted fish for dinner, so I went to Seattle and picked up uh, fish, fresh fish from uh, Pike's uh, Market. I've been there. You've been there? Yes. Yeah. Isn't that a wonderful it's place? It's cool. It's, it's pretty a, awesome. It's an, oh yeah. I've only been there once, but I have to say, like, my time there was definitely well spent because it's totally different, oh, you yeah. know? So. Yeah. No, exactly. Um, well, that is cool, though. I've never heard that story before. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then, like I say, after the, after after that experience, then uh, I came on with uh, with Kidstar and started helping produce shows for Voice America, uh, Voice America Kids, and um, the rest, as they say, is history. A varied. Um, I guess one of the things that I would say to people, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's definitely a choice. If you if you don't know what you want to do for a living, go do something. Mm-hmm. And if you find out you don't like it, try something yes. different. <laughs> um, and I'm 60 years old, and I you know still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> well, it's cool that you got to do a tons of things, and you know, oh, yeah. just I wouldn't do it any any other way. Yeah, like venture out because I feel like that's always advice that people give. It's just like, well, if you don't know it you want to do right now then there's always time to like figure it out and mm-hmm. if that time is to you know go ahead and try different things it's like at least you can say that you tried it once sure type of thing it's kind of like food at least you tried it once even if you don't like oh, it oh don't get me started on food love food <laughs> love food <laughs> i love food oh gosh that's like another subject story what's the most interesting thing you've ate eaten the most ate. interesting that i've eaten yeah uh it's a little weird okay it's like I don't know. It's really weird. It's like dinigawan. It's like a Filipino dish, like okay. very authentic Filipino dish. And it has like parts of the pig in it along with like pig blood and stuff. Eee. That's the most interesting thing that I've and ever like tried. It's cooked and yes, steamed it's or all something. Cooked. Yeah, yeah. It's all cooked. It, it sounds really gross, but actually like when you try it, it's not as bad. Mm-hmm. So I know it sounds like completely disgusting, but honestly, it's that was the most interesting thing that I've ever tried, and it's actually not bad. Like yeah. I'm not completely like, like I would never eat it again type of thing. Don't need to eat I it eat again, it but on, you enjoyed it. I, yes, I eat it on a rare basis. You yeah. know, yeah. it's like one of those things you can eat once in every good while, not like every day type sure. of thing. No, what is the most interesting thing that you've ever eaten? Then now I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had chocolate covered ants once. I don't think I ever do that again. Mm, that just sounds uh, a little my, different. <laughs> yeah. 
a little different. You know, not your chocolate-covered apple, but... No, no, chocolate-covered ants. Lots of protein, I guess. Well, if you're looking for a good source of protein, that's the way to do it, I'm sure. Quick. No, I grew up... I'm, I'm Scandinavian. Yes. Uh, I mean, my family all came to America, to Minnesota, Wisconsin, actually. Yes. Um, from uh, from Norway, Sweden. This is back turn of the century, 1900. And um, one of the one of my favorite Norwegian dishes is uh, called litfisk. Hmm. Never heard of that. <laughs> it's it's uh, salted cod, basically. And oh, okay. It, it really, unless you build it right, it's quite tasteless. Um, but you put uh, a cream gravy on it, or a um, uh, just melted butter. It, it's um, as long as it stays firm, you're fine. But as it gets squishy and gross, oh jeez. Okay, at first it. I was going to be like, well, that doesn't sound like completely bad when you said like cod. But I totally get what you're saying, though. So anyways, it's a good topic that we got into getting into food and stuff, because I'm now I'm interested to ask you some of like your favorite dishes and stuff, because I feel like that's always like a cool thing to ask people, because again, everybody just has a different answer. So we'll definitely go ahead and do that. But we'll be right back. Let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose, and you're listening to The Face. This is Lindsay Marie, host of Bookworm, and this is our Futures Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for Brianna Conklin. This is considered a family abduction. Brianna is a five-year-old female with brown eyes and hair. She is Hispanic and white. Brianna and her brother, Sebastian, were allegedly abducted by their mother, Marcella Conklin, in December of 2011. A felony warrant for kidnapping was issued for Marcella. They are believed to be in Bolivia. They were last seen in Hellendale Beach, Florida. If you know of Brianna's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see pictures of Brianna Clonkin, please click on the link of Voice America homepage. Our future is missing or the kidstar.org homepage or go to ourfuturesmissing.com. Thank you. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. 
We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and let's continue our lovely interview with Bruce. So we were just talking about food. Food, yes. (laughs) You're like, oh, yay, food. Food. I know, it's kind of cool because... With certain guests, we get into food. I've had, like, a baker on the show and then mm-hmm. various people who are, like, interested in food. It's just a cool thing to talk about because, like I said, everybody has different backgrounds. Everybody has different favorites. Quite honestly, everybody's different in a sense. So yeah, oh, yeah. yeah everybody. exactly right. So it's very cool. But, Bruce, I'm interested, though, to ask you, like, what is your favorite food, though? Because we did talk about, like, what is the most interesting thing I've ever eaten? What is the most interesting thing that you've ever eaten? So how about, like, your favorite in general? If you could pick one food to eat, what would it be? That's really a tough question. <laughs> but, you know, I think what, I'll, what, I, what I would um, say, I, I do a wonderful pit barbecued beef. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now you don't do it very often because it takes hours and hours. It takes days to do. Oh, really? It. Mm, wow. Uh, because you've got to dig the hole and you've got to yeah. get the fire going and you've got to do it just right and all the rest of that. But, but you get this twenty-five pound hip of beef and and wrap it up in in, uh, in a special casing and put it in the on the fire for about eighteen hours. Wow. <laughs> uh, and when you pull it out of the fire and it is the most tender beef. Yeah, and the, 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 I wanna, I'm, I'm salivating just thinking about it. Um, but that's that, that's actually, that, that would be my favorite. Um, now, am I a big beef-eating person? Nah. I was just about to ask. Um, I, I think probably I was. I mean, I grew up on a farm. Mm-hmm. So we, we raised our own cattle and chickens and pork and... Mm-hmm and uh, even some ducks and sheep and all of those sorts of things but um it it um so when it comes to when it comes to food i really uh, actually enjoy most anything cool uh, fish seafood i'm uh, working with um with uh, kid chef aliana mm-hmm. who also has a show um on voice america kids and i've got her recipe book and I've worked my way through the the recipe book and and some of the uh, uh, the Cajun Creole uh, mm-hmm. Louisiana type uh, recipes are absolutely fascinating for cool. me. Cool. Mm-hmm. So yes, I'm looking forward to having her on my show sometime. So I'm definitely going to connect oh, with her. Good. Yeah. No, you two would get, you you two would enjoy each other. <laughs> That'll be cool, though. Yes, I can have a whole talking segment about food and stuff so that'll be cool and fun because i've never had chef iliana on my show but mm-hmm. i've only had like a baker before not somebody that completely works i guess with other like types of food as well sure. so yeah. that'll be a nice little interview to go along as well to add Absolutely. to our bucket list and check that off but yes i would have to say that there are certain things that you can eat like so many times and then there's things like that you can Maybe have good and once yep. in a good while. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yes, but I don't know. I feel like I'm more of a chicken kind of person. Like, I like chicken. I feel like I could live off of chicken, which is weird because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I love hot wings, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. I know, I know the hot wings thing. Hot wings are my favorite. Yeah, it is on absolutely. paper, and it's on. I, I swear, I could eat buffalo wings all the time. <laughs> Just give me a side of ranch, and we're good to go. You know. But anyways, you know, going more into kind of like your traveling, because I think that's one of the cool thing to do. And I like traveling as well. Even though I've only been to a few states and different places like that, what would you say was the most interesting place that you've ever traveled to? Now that we're on the subject of like favorites and stuff. Favorites and stuff. Um, there are a number of, of places in the U.S. that I've really enjoyed mm -hmm. uh, just wandering around. Um, actually just driving across the plains of montana or cool, it's yeah. just absolutely or or if you drive up uh, i15 uh, between las vegas and calgary alberta mm -hmm. as you're driving through utah as the sun is coming up over the mountains it, there's nothing nothing nicer um the the strangest uh, strange is not the right word but the most uh, more exotic places that i've visited a place uh, mm -hmm. called petra oh. in jordan um, uh, on the old, uh, one of the old trading routes mm -hmm. from years ago, the massive, uh, buildings that they've carved into the, uh, uh, the walls of the wadi there are just absolutely fascinating. I, I've always said that if I ever won a million dollars or, you know, won the lottery mm -hmm. and I needed a place to hide, <laughs> I would go to, um, uh, Luxor in Egypt. Yeah. Because it's so ice, I felt isolated. Oh, really? Uh, uh, but yet, uh, when we were there, I stayed at an American hotel. The the um, uh, the amenities were very very familiar. Mm -hmm. But that's where the Valley of the Kings is, and the um, the temple, uh, cool. the temples, uh, um, Tutankhamun's tomb, and um, uh, Hatshepsut, and and those. Oh, and I got to tell you one more. Mm -hmm. There's there's a <laughs> little there's a monastery mm -hmm. uh, at Saint Catherine's mm -hmm. uh, and Saint Catherine's is at the at the base of uh, Mount Sinai. Yes. If you ever get a chance to visit this uh, visit this place, it's um, historically very significant, very fascinating because uh, because of the artwork uh, that survived that has survived in that climate. Uh, they've got a uh, the door to the chapel at the at the um, at the monastery that dates back to the second third century, hmm. and it's just absolutely gorgeous wood that um, and and artwork that you don't see in doors today. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, but that is awesome. Though. I'd love to travel to some more exotic places. Definitely, you will. You will. I will. I'll try to. Definitely. No, no, no. Home. Uh, your family comes from well, a couple of different. You got different strains to the family, but yeah. Philippines, right? Yeah, one side's from the Philippines, one side's German. So. Okay, so you, so you've got some some opportunity to travel there. Yes. My mom still has family in the Philippines. Um, we'd have to definitely branch out to Germany to see, like, what relatives that I have there. Sure. Definitely. But, yes, I'd love to go to each of those. I'd really like to go to Egypt just because I learned about that a lot in class, like, throughout, like, elementary school and everything. Mm -hmm. Paris would be a really nice one in Europe. Oh, that Paris area. is gorgeous. Yeah. I Paris is wonderful in the, the springtime. Eiffel Tower. <laughs> so, well, yes. When you get to the Eiffel Tower, on the northeast um, mm -hmm. pillar... 
Yes. Or, or wherever. The where leg. The, the leg. Thank I, you. Yes. <laughs> look for, I, I, I autographed the leg, you know, on the on the northeast corner. there. Oh, not you? to look for my name, unless they paint them over. I don't know what they do. But that's one of the things that you do when you go to Paris is you autograph the Eiffel Tower, the base oh, of the cool. Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll definitely have to do that sometime. But yes, I'm looking forward to like, you know, doing more traveling and things like that. And that's the awesome thing about like some of the things that I'm passionate about is that I get to travel like as Arizona's outstanding team, like travel Mm -hmm. the valley, like places that I've never been to in Arizona. So now I'm like being exposed to different portions of it. And that's super cool. Well, just think when you get get to uh, the Miss America outstanding team and <laughs> and the all of the different corners of the u.s that you're going to experience with with that one it's uh, yes that would definitely be a cool honor to have and then definitely of course branch out to all parts of the u.s because i've never been to a lot of states but you know people always think like there are so many places to go but each one is so different and mm-hmm. there's just like a whole new adventure waiting to happen really oh absolutely so absolutely it'll be fun and thinking about food again sorry oh, i have to oh, go back, back to, to food, this again back to food. because i didn't ask you one question about food what is probably your favorite dessert that you've ever had because oh. i ask myself that question sometime i'm like and then other people like when you're talking about food it's like standard to talk about dessert you know it's like that topping does <laughs> I, I'm not a big dessert person. Oh, however, however, mm-hmm. uh, sitting in a sidewalk cafe on the Champs Elysees, mm-hmm. um, I had the you know you know you know the um, filled donuts kind of um, what are they called? Filled donuts are they like turnovers? Not really. Not really like a turnover. But I think I know what you're saying, but but it. it, it um, they're like pocket pies. Yeah, uh, th- th- there was an absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was ch- a, a cherry filled pie, like pie. pocket pie. And 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 the, I mean, even today, my my teeth stand on end because it was so sweet and nice. You know how your teeth ache when you eat yeah. something way too sweet? That was way too sweet, and it was absolutely <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> That's awesome. I know. I love dessert. It's a nice topping to everything. Yeah. No, I'm 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 more a savory kind of. Uh, oh really? Um, you know, and 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 if you want simple, you know, a, a baguette and a and a block of cheese, and I can go out into the countryside and uh, and sit in the and watch the uh, the sun go by or something like that. Yes, definitely. Have you ever tried a pizzuki before? No, pizzuki. Mm-hmm. I've heard of them. It's like a pizza cookie. Literally, they just take a skillet, make a cookie, and top some ice cream and chocolate on top. Oh, Best thing. That sounds wonderful. I love it. Oh, so good. Well, it looks like we're going to have to take a break. So let's go ahead and do that, and we'll be right back. I'm Maddie Rose, and you're listening to The Fame Game. a supergirl? It's all about acceptance, respect, healthy relationships, and how to deal with peer pressure. It's all about real life issues that girls face every day. Join your hosts as they talk about hobbies, friendships, dealing with bullies, and living life as a supergirl. Be sure to tune in every week for Supergirl Guide, the radio show, every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. With some support and knowing that you're not alone, it makes all the difference in the world. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and let's have our final segment with Bruce. So we were just talking about, honestly, like a whole bunch of stuff really in the last segment from everything from like food, like desserts and favorite dishes and things like that to travel some more and then like short stories and stuff. So that's, it's always fun. So Bruce... Out of all the jobs that you've had, though, which one was probably the most interesting one that you've had? <laughs> that's, a, that's a really, 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 really good question. Um, I think the most profound experience, um, and I get, I get choked up even today, uh, but... Uh, I I told you that I worked in a trauma center, mm-hmm. a children's trauma center, uh, accident uh, victims and mm-hmm. uh, drowning, near drowning, um, those that sort of thing. And and I think probably the most the the job that affected me the most was that one. I when I was offered the the spot, I said no. I don't mm-hmm. want to do this. I can't. Uh, I can't deal with with hurting children. And um, um, they they somehow managed to talk me into it. And and uh, um, to to be with the families um, uh, as their their children were were struggling with whatever it was and mm-hmm. and honestly uh, you know many of many of the children didn't make it um but to be with their parents as as they as their children transitioned mm-hmm. to the hereafter uh was uh, had a most profound effect on who I am and and what I'm about and and my love for working with kids mm-hmm. um now, you've heard of dying on air. Well, <laughs> I work with a little bit of that too, I suppose. But yeah, uh, no, I to lighten the mood just a little bit. That, uh, but that that was definitely um, mm-hmm. uh, a focal point for me. Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, you know, in my show, like description, it says I talk to people of all walks of life. Like seriously, mm-hmm. you've gone to experience quite a few professions, which I think is the cool thing about yourself. So yeah, thank you. You're thank welcome. you. <laughs> so you know, just going more into like traveling and things like that, which mm-hmm. I'm sure you've done a lot of traveling. Is there any place that maybe you would like to one day go to that you haven't already gone to? <laughs> Well, I have a friend that has a place in San Salvador that I would love to visit. Uh, mm-hmm. I have another friend in, um, he's got a place in, uh, uh, just out of, out, outside of Shanghai. I have a standing invitation to the, um, 
Oh, it's just outside of, of, of um, um, my mind has gone blank. It's in Can't think of Kathmandu. That. That's, that's what I was trying to think of in, in, in Nepal. Oh, okay, cool. Um, my, my friend Sonny over there is going to take me on a tour of the tea, tea farms. Nice. The tea, uh, uh, plantations. And I think that would be just absolutely fascinating. I definitely want to, to visit, well, you name it, I'll, I'll go Everywhere, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> absolutely, and anywhere, everywhere. Nice. And what, is there anything else that you would like to try besides like radio or is it kind of like you're settled on radio now and then focused on traveling type of thing? Uh, that also is a really good question because it's one of those that, that, that I, Come as it that, that does. I, I, I think about, um, as Perry has been out of the, uh, the operation for the last mm-hmm. seven months, uh, and I've been fairly active in it, but he's coming back, uh, you know, and, and is going to be, uh, fully involved in what we're doing here again, which is going to free my time to do other things. What would I want to do? That's a really good question. Um, I, I, th- I thought about um, being a greeter at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, nah, nah, I don't think that's, uh, th- that's really what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought about some kind of um, physical, ac- physical work outside, but Arizona in the summertime just doesn't excite me uh, anymore it's hot outside it's hot <laughs> outside mm-hmm. there's no better way to put it than it's just hot outside like when you go outside you're like man the only word that you can think of is man it's hot outside i i have thought about you know going uh, going back to the airline industry and becoming mm-hmm. a flight attendant and just sort of flying all over the place but that that's kind of a i kind of like my bed at night <laughs> and those folks just don't uh uh, you know, maybe one or one or two times a week, and they're mm-hmm. off all over the place, which is the positive side of what they do. Yes. So, I think maybe you bet, should ask me that question another time because I'm not sure, but definitely I'm looking for something, mm-hmm. um, something else to try. That's kind of my, that's kind of what I've done for a living is try different things. So, if you've got an idea, let me know. Okay. Cool. <laughs> And, like, one of my final questions, I guess I could say to, like, wrap this segment up is, what is the greatest thing about working on a kid radio network? Oh, by easy, easy question, it's the kids and the personalities that um, that I meet on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and from all over, all over the world, uh, mm-hmm. kids are kids are kids. And um, one of Perry's favorite sayings you know when you're told to think outside the box perry simply responds there is no box Mm -hmm. it is so easy to to present that to kids and they take you at your word and they do think Mm -hmm. um without a box you start talking to their parents, on the other hand, and we, that's another issue. I mean, they, they've got all kinds <laughs> of boxes to play with. Yeah. Um, so definitely it's, it's the kids and the fact that, that um, they've got ideas. The kids have ideas that they want to try out and they want to work towards and, and visions and dreams. And, and, and it's absolutely fascinating to, to listen to them talk about it, to adventure into that. Mm-hmm. And I want, to, I want to be able to encourage that. 
Awesome. Well, thanks, Bruce, for having this interview with me. It was fun. (laughs) It was fun talking to you, too. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye now. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Okay, so... For our featured song of the week, you're probably wondering, like, what song would I pick next? You know, we've had a variety of songs on this show, but one will be from one of my favorite movies. It's actually just kind of like a funny movie, and lots of people have been hearing this song as well and watching the movie, of course, too. It's from Pitch Perfect, and I'm a singer, so that's why I just enjoy it so much because it's kind of like a glee club. And from Pitch Perfect, they have a song called Cups. So I'm going to be playing that song called Cups from Pitch Perfect. But I just wanted to thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to The Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and this show has been produced by Kidstar for the Voice America Kids Radio Network. But thanks again for listening, and we'll be with you again next week. Bye. I got my ticket for the long way round Two bottle whiskey for the way And I sure would like some sweet company And I'm leaving tomorrow on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show.